Are you ready to go higher in the Lord? Well, hello and welcome to A New Level Awaits You. I am your host, Lois Fawelling. We all desire spiritual growth, but do not always know where to begin. On A New Level Awaits You, we provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. New levels include receiving dreams and visions, more intimacy on a daily basis, deeper levels of understanding the Word of God and His prophetic Word, and experiencing God encounters that will change your life. Get inspired by stories of those who have had life-changing encounters with the Lord and expect to receive and believe for everything God promised you. Using biblical strategies and revelation, you will begin to soar above every obstacle so you reach new levels of anointing, authority, spiritual encounters, and be able to enter into your specific divine assignment. You will grow in your faith and learn how to walk in greater freedom. But most importantly, a warrior spirit will arise within you as you step up in faith and determination to advance the kingdom of God. So get ready to go from glory to glory for new levels await you. Well, welcome back to A New Level Awaits You. As you know, we've been working through this series called Navigating Chaos. And today, I know we've talked about uh, the chaos in chapter thir- Acts 13 last week, but I want to I want to go back to that again and finish up here a little bit, give you a little bit more insights on what I believe is happening even in the world today and over many of our lives today. In Acts 13, at the very beginning, <clears throat> we noticed that uh, Saul and Barnabas were called out. They were called out by the Holy Spirit. And in that, in this verse, I think it's verse two, while they were worshiping as priests before the Lord in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, I have called Barnabas and Saul to do an important work for me. Now release them to go and fulfill it. So after they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them off. Now, why am I bringing this forth? Because I believe that many of us are trying to step out into the very things that God has called us to do. And what we find is, is that when we're called by the Holy Spirit to go out and do this assignment, there are different things that will occur to us that will happen around us that will affect us and try to hinder us in so many ways. And what I've discovered in my own life, like I, I mentioned in the introductory, uh, that it's, it's be all kinds of things. It's, it's loss. It's, it is, uh, relational stuff going on. It's accusations. It's, it's all kinds of different things that will come along to hinder us. But today I want to look at this and it says here, they went on, they went out, Saul and Barnabas, and they took an assistant called Mark and they went as, as the Lord directed them. And when they went, uh, they, they really manifested it and did some great things in the Lord. So we notice that in verse four, Saul and Barnabas, and then they had an assistant, Mark, they were directed by the Holy Spirit, and, and they were to go um, go on to this city. 
And so when they arrived there, they automatically would go into the synagogues. They would they would preach the word of God. And what happened is there was great manifestations of the Lord that took place. But then they went over into Papias, where they where it says they encountered a Jewish false prophet, a sorcerer named Elamaz, who also went by the name of Son of Jesus. Now it's interesting that we've got a false prophet. It's within the. It's Jewish. It's within the temple of God, and the in this false prophet had great influence, had great influence over the governor there. And this is what we're finding in the world today, in our nation today, in our government situations today, that there is, uh, there are what we call false prophets. They're there on assignment as well, but it is not from God. And we find it, it's it's in the church as well. And they are rising in the church as these false prophets. And he was interested in what Paul wanted to say. And so they called him. They called him. They wanted to call him in. But Elymas, he went against this. Says his name is Sorcerer. He stood up against them and tried to prevent the governor from believing their message. And this is what happens. I found this out myself, is that when we have the true message of God, when we're trying to live for the Lord in the best of our abilities, what will happen is that we will have people that will come up against us and say things against us and and stop other people from coming into our ministries. They'll stop other people from being a part of being around you. They will say all kinds of negative things so that these people will not be able to listen to the word of God and to the message. But what happens here is that Paul, or, you know, he understood, he discerned some things. And in this particular chaos that they were entering into here, Paul looked at him and he he rebuked him. He rebuked him. And he said, filled with the Holy Spirit, he said, you son of the devil, you are full of every form of fraud and deceit and an enemy of all that is right. When will you start perverting the truth of God into lies? At this very moment, the hand of God's judgment comes down upon you and you will be blind. So blind, you won't even be able to see the light of the sun. And as Paul spoke these words, a shadowy mist and darkness came over the sorcerer, leaving him blind and groping about, begging someone to lead him around by the hand. And when the governor witnessed this, he believed and was awestruck by the power of the message of the Lord. We talked about this last week. That spirit of jealousy entered in and then the chaos all began. But I want you to see that sometimes it's the demonic assignment against you that will set the pattern for this. It will start up the pattern of moving against you. Now, when this particular thing happens, we have to look at what did Paul and Barnabas do? He discerned it, number one. He knew it. 
Too many of us don't operate in a gift, that gift of discernment. We need to operate in that so that we understand that this is the beginning step. These are one of the beginning steps. Yes, jealousy. Then it may be a direct assignment from the enemy to come in and send out these to stop our message of what we're trying to do, to stop and hinder us from living our lives in the fullest, to stop and causing, like I said, there's going to be division next time. And so these are the things that this false prophet was causing division between this man, this governor who wanted to hear the word of the Lord and Paul and Barnabas. And so there was a, there was that thing that came in to stop this. And yet Paul stood up to him. Paul saw this. Paul discerned it. He rebuked this, not, he rebuked the enemy in this. And this is what I also believe that we fail to do. We fail to stand up sometimes. I know I failed to stand up some to some things until the Lord really spoke to me and said, this is what's going on here. There is something, there's an there's assignment behind you that is taking place and it's coming right down from the pit of hell. It is coming through that area so that it will stop you in your tracks. And many of us are being stopped in our tracks. We don't want to go to church anymore. We don't want to go and live for the Lord anymore because there's that assignment against you. And what did Paul do? Now I want you to, I want to go back here to the very end of this chapter because I talked about the, the other pieces here, the chaos that came through jealousy, but I want to look at this because it gives us so many insights. It says here at the very last uh, couple of chapters, as they left, they shook the dust off their feet as a sign of protest against them, and they went on to the city of Iconium, and they left the new converts in Antioch, overflowing with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Now, here's here's what I want to uh, express to you about they. These are some things that Paul did. Paul and Barnabas did. Number one. They did not back down. Number two, they continued to speak boldly and stand up for the truth. They were filled with courage. They were compelled to speak God's message, compelled to speak the truth. Now that word compelled means it's not, you're not going to stop. You're going to continue on. You're going to continue living your life. You're going to walk through. You're na- going to navigate through this chaos of whatever is going on behind the scenes, as well as swirling around you, as we see through this whole chapter in, thir- in 13. But here's the other key. They knew when to leave. They knew that they, they knew when to, that it was time for them to move on. And, and then they shook the dust off their feet. And what does that really mean? This means I wash my hands of it. It means we have done all that we can do and therefore carries no further responsibility for it. They went in, they did what they had to do. We sometimes need to, in the midst of our chaos, 
We need to speak the truth. We need to say what needs to be said, whether it's relational stuff, whether, you know, it is financial stuff, whether it's business uh, stuff that we're going through or ministry or church or whatever. Sometimes God will cause us to speak the truth in this chaos and we navigate through that. But there's a time when we shake the dust off in our feet and and so what we're saying, really, those, those that were hindering us, those that are hindering the truth of what's happening around us, it's no longer going to be allowed to hinder us. It's no longer going to happen. This is a place of where we've had enough, I would say. And so when we do that, um, we walk, we shake the dust off, we leave. And I have left some places because I knew God was saying, you've done what you've got, you're supposed to do. Now it's time for you to shake the dust off your feet and move on. Matthew 10, 15 clarifies it when he says, truly, I tell you, it will be more unbearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. And what is he saying there? It's a statement of finality. It's a statement about those who have been given the truth. It's a statement about those who had rejected that truth. And so there's times when we just shake the, shake the dust off and move on. You see, we're responsible for our own obedience before God. We're not responsible for the results of that obedience. So where to go, where to speak, where to say, where to do in that, in the midst of that chaos. But <clears throat> when we, we're not responsible for how somebody receives what we have to say in the truth. We're not responsible for, for, uh, what their, their actions afterwards. We're just responsible to be obedient to do what the Lord tells us to do. So chaos caused by a spirit of jealousy cannot be something that we hold on to. Chaos caused by a false prophet, by somebody, because that is jealousy as well. That is a, a, an area where I'm, I'm the one that's speaking into the ear of this person, and I don't want to allow you to, to speak into the ear. But the false prophet was speaking in wrongness. It was, he was speaking in. He did not want to hear the truth of what's going on. And in the midst of chaos, many times people don't want to hear the truth. So what do you do with that? You have to shake the dust off your feet. You cannot stay in it. You cannot stay in this uh, spirit of jealousy. It must be dropped. Because if it's, if we don't drop it, then we're going to be infested as well with bitterness, anger, even some hatred, or maybe that same spirit of jealousy. Paul encourages us to not back down. He encourages us, you know, stand firm in the assignment that is given to us. He, he says to us, be courageous. Speak boldly about the truth of God that is within you. Now, I want you to understand this. They said, Holy Spirit said to Paul and Barnabas, 
This is what, this is your assignment. This is what I want you to do. Now you go forth, you go into these cities and you speak this truth. There's times when the Lord will say to us, this is your assignment. This is what I want you to do. I have gone to many people and said, I, I took different directions of this. I, you know, to speak the truth or ask forgiveness or to forgive somebody else. Whether they receive that or not in the midst of all this chaos that's going on is up to them. I did, or we will do, Paul and Barnabas did what they were told to do. And we have to be courageous. We have to be bold in this. Otherwise, we'll get infested. We'll get caught up in the bitterness. We'll get caught up in the jealousy. We'll get caught up in the depression. We'll get caught up in the isolation. We will get caught up in the swirling of the chaos if we don't stand firm in what God is telling us to do. And then once we do that, if they don't receive it, then what, what does he tell us? God sometimes tells us, just leave, go, go on to the next place. Go on to those that will listen to you. Go on to be around those that you can connect with. Sometimes we have to remove ourselves from the chaos. And this is what they did. They had another place. God said, okay, you leave here and you go on to another place. I'm not telling you to leave uh, your business. I'm not telling you to leave your job. I'm not telling you to leave your church. I'm not telling you to do any of those things. All I'm saying is, is that listen to the Holy Spirit. There may come a time when God says, You've done all that you can do here. You've been obedient to me. Now it's time for you to go into another direction. And, you know, this is powerful stuff when you think about this, because in the chaos here, in the chaos, uh, we can stay in it, but we'll just get into that. Like I said, that swirling around. And sometimes we like that drama. Sometimes we like sitting in it. Sometimes we, we want to get caught up in the gossip of things. Sometimes we, we get caught up into that spirit, that false prophet spirit, that jealousy spirit. And we kind of enjoy that. And I, I would say, check your spirit. Check that your motives. Check this, this piece of this because that is not the right place. It's not the right motive. It's not the right way. That's not God's way. When we leave, you will be amazed at what God's got for you. You will be amazed at the next thing, the next level of, of what he has in store for you that you never would have been able to tap into if you'd stayed in the middle of that chaos. And this is what Paul and Barnabas did. We're going to be talking a little bit more about them as we go through these chapters. But I want you to see this. Too often, we just stay because it's comfortable. We stay because that's where our friends are. We stay because this is what we know. But we can get treated poorly in that business with the CEOs, with the whatever it is, 
the ministries. We can we can just get and we never ever tap into what God truly has for us. What I want you to understand here is that we can navigate through this. And some of us navigate through it, we move on to something else. Some of us navigate or go above the chaos and stay there and infect it in a good way. We are used by God to reach people at a different level because we're behaving, we're obedient to what God has for us. Um, as we go forward here, please understand God prepares the way, whether he causes you to, to um, remove yourself or whether he causes you to soar above it so that you can change the atmosphere that is in that place. Everywhere we go, there is chaos. Everywhere. I know in some places I've been, I've had to rise above it and be different. And even in the midst of the chaos swirling around. But God did that so that I could help with the change of the atmosphere that was taking place to lower the chaos, lower the drama, lower the effect of what was going on. So keep this in mind as we go through. Chaos can be caused because a false prophet is in the, in the midst. A false prophet that is speaking lies to us. Paul and Barnabas did not give up. He, they did not stop. They confronted the co- false prophet and then they spoke into the governors, like they they saw that manifestation and what happened? He accepted the message of the Lord. So please understand, this is twofold here. You either can stay in it, continue, confront, and speak the truth and stand firm, or God in the later part of this chapter says to Paul and them, okay, now it's time for you to move on. Shake the dust off in your feet and move on. So it's two styles here that Paul is demonstrating in this. And you have to have great discernment to do what the Lord is causing you to do. Will you rise above it or will you just leave? Make sure you check the Lord with the Lord and have him direct your path in the midst of this particular type of chaos. Lord God, I pray right now for every individual that is listening to this, that you will give them discernment, that you will that you will help them to hear clearly, Lord God, the message of your word today. That there are many that are going to just stand up and be firm in this. They're going to take their authority. They're going to confront that those false prophets that are in around in our businesses that are in around our ministries that are in in our families even Lord God and I pray dear Heavenly Father that you will direct their path and that you will manifest in such a powerful way that many will see you and and accept your message the gospel message that they are presenting and I thank you Jesus for this in your precious name Amen Thank you.
Embarking on a journey towards spiritual growth often leads us searching for a starting point. At LoisBlewelling.com, we offer a roadmap through online courses and personalized life coaching services that lead you towards your divine purpose and propel you to greater spiritual heights. This journey will position you to fulfill your distinct divine calling, fostering not only personal growth, but also a deeper sense of healing and restoration in your life. Get inspired by stories of those who have had life-changing encounters with the Lord and expect to receive and believe everything God has promised for you. Lois Flewelling and I went to her for for prayer, the prayer ministry that she has, and uh, God healed a part of me that carried fear and pain for probably since I was young. And and when God healed that, that's when uh, that crippling pain left, and that was three years ago. Get started today at LoisWellwelling.com for a new level awaits you.